90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Well, round two on season 10. Welcome back, everybody. And hi, Kel. Hi, Adam. How are you? Hello, Sharon. <laughs> Adam is our little ray of sunshine each and every week. Yay. Our little millennial sunshine. <laughs> so much to learn. Yeah. Are you wearing a shirt that I need to guess this week, Adam? No, but you know what? Last week I wore my McLaren hoodie. And I guessed it. And do you know what happened this Saturday? Not this Saturday, this Sunday. Oh, yes. Danny Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo won the race. Lando Norris got second place. They've had a perfect weekend. So to all the Formula One fans, all the McLaren fans, whoa, (laughs) was amazing. It must have been your sweater wearing worship. Yep. (laughs) And to the rest of us who don't know, with deer in the headlights look like, what are the sounds that he's making right now about McLaren and and names? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, very I went to uh, I went I've been to a couple of uh, like the uh, the Grand Prix in Montreal. Uh, I've been to a NASCAR in uh, New Hampshire. Nice, very very exciting experiences, truly. Uh, but the first time I went to the uh, Grand Prix here in Montreal, uh, we just got general admission tickets from the radio station that I work at. This was like. 20 years ago or something and I went with a friend we thought this would be a cool experience we can see what this is like what everybody's the big deal so we're amongst the regular folk right <laughs> like the we're, like there's no seats whatever you're just sort of milling about and uh, then the the uh, the qualifying round started and I see, you know that f- um, that flight sense that you have when something attacks your senses <laughs> the rest of them I'm like oh my god it was so loud yeah and Did like you I did yeah. your earplugs. I thought we're just going to be milling about. I I have them in my bag, but it was like <laughs> I couldn't get them in fast enough. Brutal. Couldn't see the colors of the cars, which I know is a very important element to to the whole experience, <laughs> because they'd be like, meow, meow. like oh, <laughs> which sounds cute, but it was like ear bleeding loud. Right. Live and learn. That was yep. the last time Sharon went to the Canadian Grand Prix. I'm like, they're just going in circles. What's happening? It's so much fun to follow. <sighs> I'd like to be in a box, like, where they're serving food. With and the you're rich like, people, well, like Jerry Halliwell? Yes, like exactly. Like Jerry Halliwell, yeah. Well, funny you should mention Jerry Halliwell, because we have got more Spice Girls concert teasing today. Again. Yeah, so we'll talk about that and uh, put the blame square on at least one of the girls in the rack. <laughs> I know, I, I, I keep on making a reference. It never gets old for Not to their rack. rack, to them as a rack, okay? Yeah, right. So the funny. Uh, <laughs> but also speaking of teasing, we're going to tell you the truth about whether um, two friends of ours are dating. Really? I, air qu- I tried to air quote friends by making that tone. Friends... Uh, and there's a new documentary on Alanis Morissette, but yeah. uh, she won't be attending it. So we'll talk about <laughs> that. There's all kinds of reasons why. Um, and then there's sad news in the world of comedy that we just got today. So by the time you're listening to this show, you will likely have seen a ton of tributes going out to Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Who uh, we found out today that uh, he'd been dealing with cancer for nine years and not that we are close to him. I'm speaking for myself and uh, Kelly and Adam. I presume that you, like me, only knew Norm MacDonald on screen. Uh, But even the people closest to him in his life 
didn't know that he'd been battling cancer and living with it for nine years. Wow. Crazy. And, uh, and, and died today. So upon his passing, uh, his friend and producing partner, Lori Jo Hoekstra, she was with him when he passed. She said, quote, he was most proud of his comedy. He never wanted the diagnosis to affect the way the audience or any of his loved ones saw him. Norm was a pure comic. He once wrote that a joke should catch someone by surprise. It should never pander. He never pandered. She said, Norm will be missed terribly. Indeed. What a funny guy. Dry, sharp shooting comedy. Just funny. And a Saturday Night Live alum, which uh, which gave us a weekly dose of his wry sense of humor. For sure they'll do some sort of tribute when they... Uh get going no doubt about that my favorite line of his and he had a lot of them because he, he had a sitcom after that too in the Norm, sitcom right? he had yeah in the sitcom he had a dog um uh sh- not a schnauzer but uh, a dachshund which are affectionately called wiener dogs which on the show <laughs> he his dog was called wiener dog anyways um my favorite line from him on saturday night live when he was doing the news he reported that uh on top of the charts this week better than ezra's and the name of the song uh good which was the name of the song and he said at number two ezra <laughs> <laughs> that never gets old never <laughs> oh. Uh, Norm MacDonald. So may he rest in hilarious peace. Thank you for the comedy, Norm MacDonald. Am I completely blanking? And I'm probably wrong in this. He's not Canadian, right? Yes, he is Canadian. He is Canadian. Okay, great. Yeah. I was right. Okay. He's Canadian. His brother works uh, as a reporter, I thought, for the CBC. His brother is married to Joyce Napier oh, on yes. CTV. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I remember she covered... Um, uh, CTV News Channel, uh, one of the shows on CTV News Channel, and had him had Norm Macdonald on as a guest. And I, oh, that's I awesome. mean, she's a real sharp uh, journalist, that's for sure. But she was smiling that day. Boy, it was neat. That's cool. So yeah, we'll get to uh, all the stuff that we lined up, and I figure now we should brighten things up. Maybe Kel with some uh, trivia. What do you think? So much pressure. More Let jokes. Do you have any do jokes? Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> 90s <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong is So I have to say, I'm enjoying the pressure of it being off where I'm not having to tabulate every week. So this is I week know. Two, My numbers were huge. So do yeah. I. <laughs> yeah. You destroyed Adam is really what happened. But uh, <laughs> We're building him back up, though. We're building him back up. It's <laughs> almost like we're doing what they do now with kids where you get a participation medal for just crossing the street. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, that's what's happening right oh, now. Oh, you did it. <laughs> Can I just tell you that that drives me bananas? Like, I don't, I think kids need to know that there's a struggle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Because I even, like, a few years ago, um, when I was in karate growing up, we got one belt a season. Like, you had one, <laughs> one belt the for can. the family. Yeah, one belt for the family. <laughs> but, like, you know, every session, which was from September to, like, beginning of June, you would have one a kick at the can of of like passing your belt. And so every year you were like yellow, orange, green, and it went up to black. Probably about seven or eight years ago, I started noticing that my karate school was giving this, not for uh, for adults, but for kids, they would do like an exam around Christmas. So they would, if they were white belt, meaning that's the belt you get with the suit when you sign up, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
they uh, they would do a little exam at Christmas, and so then they would get a stripe if they passed that part of it. So then they would get they would be half white and half yellow. Hmm. And then they would do their other belt passing in March to get the full yellow. And I was like, why are we doing this? Like, what? And he's like, if I don't do this, kids will not come back after Christmas. Wow. He's like, they need to you have bait the some. Hook. Yeah. He's like, I, and he's like, I think it's ridiculous, but he's like, I have no choice because like all the other schools are doing it and we got to do it. And I was like, it's just so crazy to me. I'm like, just suck it up and know that you have to pass in March. <laughs> Say two. Oh, she's so, uh, yeah. what's it called? I'm Warm harsh. and fuzzy. Yeah. Here's a question for you, though, Kel. (laughs) Yeah. You mentioned kick at the can. Is that an actual part of uh, graduating to the next level of belt? Kicking cans. No, not in my karate school. I do know I think other ones make you kick pieces of wood. We do not. That's Uh, not part of the requirements. No wood was harmed. Yeah. Yeah. I will say one time, though, when we were passing black belts, there's this uh, element of the black belt exam where you have to do this specialized breathing where your abdomen gets rock hard if you're doing it properly. And so to, to test if you're doing it properly, we either punch or kick you in the gut. Wow. And it's always like a surprise, like who's going to do it? Like, <laughs> and like, how's it going to happen? So like the person's doing their breathing and, and they're doing it doing uh, punches, like so really slow punches with breathing. And so this one guy, I was asked to do it. And so he's doing it. And, and at first you kind of just tap them on the shoulder, make sure they're solid, whatever. And anyways, I went wham with the roundhouse kick right into his stomach and the only way he's like that's <laughs> my clown my, apart from getting my own black belt that was my crowning glory in wow. all my years of karate <laughs> did kicking he an get, unsuspecting guy right in the belly did he get his black belt <laughs> he did i was proud of him <laughs> and yeah. a bruise that day yeah <laughs> kelly i've never seen your eyes light up like that me neither They're a little sparkly look at those blues those shiny blues anyways question number one here we go um <laughs> In 1995, Eileen M. Collins flew the space shuttle Discovery to rendezvous with the Russian space station. What was so special about this 1995 flight? Adam? Go, Adam. Was it the first woman to ever go to space? Ooh. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Was it the... I'll go with Sharon here. Uh, was it the first woman to command the mission? Yes, I, I believe we can give that to you. She was the first female space shuttle pilot. Okay, fair is that enough. close enough? Is that Adam? Are you okay with that? Is I'll, that close I'll enough? give it to Sharon. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, but good, good, uh, and at least both of you are in the same zone, nice. so that's very good. Um, okay, question Wait, number. Two, yeah, what was her name again? Eileen M. Collins. Thank you very much. You're welcome. By the way, last season, was it Flancy McConnell we were talking about? Yeah. That's our name, right? Okay, because yeah. we have to remember that because she's Flancy. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Oh, she'll be back. Exactly, Flancy McConnell. So question number two, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup were three girls with superpowers in which children's TV show? Sharon? Go, girl. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, that's it. Good for you. I, did you know that? Adam? I only knew the uh, the title in French, but yeah, I did know that. Oh, yeah. Sharon, how did you know? Because of the girls? Here's the thing, Kel. Your tone implies that I wouldn't know for a certain age-related reason. Is that yeah, what I'm Yeah, I don't know, and I'm nine years younger than you, so I, I didn't know it was this. That's why I was like, for sure they're both not going to get this one is why I chose that. <laughs> uh, I just know things, and uh, that's it. 
Uh, okay, great. Do What's you it know? in French? What's it called in French? In French, it was called Les Super Nana. What? <laughs> nana? Yeah. Nana, like, um, I, it's, it's a pretty bad word to use f- to describe a girl. It didn't age very well. Well, <laughs> interestingly, en anglais, <laughs> Nana is grandmother. Nana. Yeah, I uh, know it, it. It didn't have that uh, that meaning. It, it, it <laughs> clearly, it, Nana means like. Ugh. Is it trampy? Is it a trampy person? No, just, it can't be. It, can't, it was a children's no, show. Nana is a bit stupid, a bit superficial, a bit. Oh, you know. Okay. Wow, um, that's terrible. But it should be a word what, for Powerpuff. Do you know what yeah. the um? Do you know what the city in that show was called? Ooh, no clue. One. I've never. I've heard of it in passing, but I have no idea. So the storyline happens. In town city. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so clever. <laughs> but Sharon, seriously, how did you know this? Because of the girls, or you? Can just you knew just it? let me be smart? <laughs> let it. But I want to know. Like, had you? Had you? Like, how would you have guessed that? Like, did you see an episode? I just. I would well, have what never. Were the names? Cupcake, cocoa, and what? Blossom, bubbles, and butter, and buttercup. Well, it, it could have been because a... when I first read Blossom, I thought it was going to be a question about Mayim Bialik. Yeah. Yeah. But no. So I've I've heard <laughs> I I heard of the Powerpuff Girls like I've heard of them. Yeah. In passing, but I could not. Well, I would have never named you characters on the show or know what it's about. So like so legit. Did you watch an episode? No, like, no, how no, no, you, no, no, no. It was all about an evil monkey trying to destroy the city. <laughs> and usual. so the Powerpuff Girls would stop the evil monkey, which I, Is I forget that what his you were name. Called but... Lee? Le nana because of like anana and they were eating like not at all pineapple not at all monkeys eat bananas not pineapples (laughs) imagine let's start that rumor (laughs) (laughs) I've never I did you appreciate the tone on that monkeys eat bananas not pineapples (laughs) (laughs) I was just schooled twice in about two minutes because first of all you were appalled that I thought you got that right (laughs) so Hmm. you're welcome yeah I'm over up I gotta go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, so we're uh, mentioning that uh, uh, a couple of friends of ours were dating. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, the air quotes on friends, of course, would be uh, for the rumor. Well, you guys must have heard that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer were dating, right? Didn't we talk about it on uh, the show? Well, yeah. I no, we, we were on. We stirred the pot on, on that one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we. Oh, yeah, that's true. We would have been uh, watching the reunion just like the billions oh, of right. other people that watched it. So yeah, they're not yeah, dating. Yeah. Um, and those rumors were flying hard around the time of that reunion special. Um, and obviously the deal was sealed when they both were talking about how they had major crushes on each other during the uh, uh at the beginning or during the filming of the show. Uh, but like it, you know, two ships passing because they were in other relationships and it never worked out, blah, blah, blah. Now, in and but, but didn't it? So, yeah, obviously it hit hard when that reunion came out, which was end of May, right, for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it picked up steam again, like later on in the summer. And I'm not sure if we were on hiatus at that point because like it was, it had, it had blown up and then there was like, oh, she's in New York with him. Right. Like, there was that rumor. Right. So it, it flared up again. Well, it would have flared up because they admitted to having crushes on each other. And when you're watching a show that, you know, you spent that many years watching as fans, you're like, you almost want that to be, you know, because yep. of how mm-hmm. they end up together and yeah, in the show, you want that, you know, to trip into uh, into reality. That's kind of fun that way. But 
<laughs> her reaction to it was she said she was kind of shocked by it because he's like her brother, but that she ultimately <laughs> understands it, saying, quote, it just shows you how hopeful people are for fantasies, for dreams to come true, end quote, which is kind of cool. What I love. How would you feel? Like, how would you feel, though? Would you like if they were actually a couple? Well, I would think, I would hope for happiness for both of them, you know? And yeah. if that meant being together, then great. Um, but I think what I love about her, well, all of them, all, you know. Everything. They, 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 I love everything. Yeah. But they've, <laughs> they've all done, they've all pursued their own paths and, and done different yeah. things and stuff like that. But they all seem happy, seemingly yeah. happy. Um yeah. And with her, she's just like, the, I'm sure she would love to have a relationship or maybe she wouldn't. Who knows? You know, like she's so busy doing things and and doing like great things. Whatever she does, yeah. she does really, really well. And and she's, uh, you know, now fun on social media and it's cool to see. And she's got the new show called The Morning Show, which. Um, have you watched it yet? Uh, no, we're going to get there. I promise Sharon, you that. Adam, have you watched it? Nope. Oh, my God. I was I watched all of it on my phone because that's the only place I had Apple Plus and normally I don't like sitting there watching things on my phone. It was delicious. Oh, that's good. it was wow. it was I can't even tell you how good this show is. She is killer, especially because she's playing a character that we're not I mean, I think she's obviously diversified her her uh, role choices over the years. Like she's been all over the place, so she very much has proven that she's a an actor's actor. But she's amazing, and Reese Witherspoon is bananas. Like, they're just... And the surrounding cast around them, like, I, you you have to watch it now. Like, well. get going. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. It's on uh, Apple Plus? <laughs> yeah. Apple Plus? It's said? on Apple Plus, and cool. the second season uh, drops uh, September 17th. Well, uh, we just got a new TV, a smart TV, because our other smart TV got dumb. Uh, and so we, <laughs> we just got another one, so we're going to get uh, Apple Plus all loaded up. And that's one of the shows on the list of things we want to watch. But the yeah. uh, interview where Jennifer Aniston was talking about uh, this whole rumor about her and David Schwimmer, she was with Reese Witherspoon and they were talking about the morning show and mm. the whole validation of um, how Jennifer Aniston can see, you know, people wanting dreams to come true. Reese Witherspoon yeah. uh, completely validated that by saying, that she cried three times while watching that reunion saying, quote, it reminds me of a time in my life. So y'all lived it, but we watched it and it was important to me. And I think she's speaking on behalf of everybody, but she remembers having a little baby, being a mom. And she says, you guys were my friends. Yeah. And that's the way it was for a lot of people. It's one of those shows. Uh, exactly. B, uh, yeah. B-T-W, Kel. That's, what, that's by the way. Oh, by the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> by the way, I still feel that way about the Golden Girls. Wait, I said by the way first. Okay. <laughs> by the way, the reunion show got four Emmy nominations. And that's amazing. by the way, back to you, Golden Girls, hell yeah. Yeah. Hails, yeah. Uh, somebody actually said to me the other day, and I can't remember who said it, uh, but I remember telling them basically to shut your, their yap because they're like, yeah, I can't believe Betty White's still going. I'm like, shush, shush. I'm yeah. like, she's going to make don't it. it she's there. like 125. I'm like, don't, I, I, not that the person was wishing this, but I, I was like, we have to keep her. Like, yeah. 
I she's on, and I saw this the other day. Uh, my brother sent this to me on a Facebook messenger, and so I uh, this could be wrong, this could be right. I don't know. Um, but he found some kind of article that said that B. Arthur back in uh, I guess it would have been the forties was like involved in the military or something. Like oh yeah, yeah. Like I think she drove trucks or something during like the oh, war wow. oh, cool. or something like that. So Good. somebody needs to, to fact check that because I'm not sure where my brother gets his sources. <laughs> so but, <laughs> I love my brother, but he's not the best at uh, finding the truth on the internets. Well, he drives so. <laughs> tractors and trucks and stuff like that. So maybe he was like, let's see who else does. Maybe B. Arthur. Maybe he was just yeah. like, it was like a stream of consciousness. Maybe, maybe. But he he had a picture of her. So unless it got, you know, doctored <laughs> up, but she was in like, she looked in some like military garb. Wow. And so... She would be excellent in the military. I could totally picture her telling people to drop and give her 20. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Love you, Arthur. Uh, um, we briefly chatted about this in real life last week, but uh, Jennifer Aniston's new beauty line um, is available for you to beauty up with. <laughs> it's called Lola V. I think I do my part by uh, wearing, not wearing, but applying Aveeno cream. And every day I'm like, right. a little bit closer. <laughs> to looking like Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> you I applaud your efforts, Sharon. You might I'll need keep, a I'm little bit more it. than creams. Oh, <laughs> you. Yeah. You think? She has a most excellent, I, I wonder if they're called Botoxists. Is that what they're called? I don't know. But uh, the people who apply that on her. You think she takes Botox? Oh, of for sure. She does. She's doing something. There's no way. Because you know what the giveaway is now? Ever since I started hosting those shows on our sister station uh, with the dermatologist oh, guy. Oh, yes. Yep. Like, he's told me all the places to look out for on yep. the celebrities. He's like, you'll know right away. Uh, and it's here. Yep. Yep. Here. Uh, here. And here. <laughs> I could but be it's... the before shot because I've got all of the places. <laughs> the between the eyebrows. The she's yep. laughed most of her life eye lines and yeah. the oh is that a dimple no it's a crevice in yeah. her face because she smiles because she loves life exactly damn it so if all the celebrities <laughs> don't have that they are uh, doing it up and the guys are obviously doing it up too yeah. a lot of the guys are and actually uh as we all saw the other day jennifer lopez and um ben affleck did their official couple debut at the venice film fest mm-hmm. and I am 99% certain that he dyes his beard. Yeah. Oh, really? Because when he showed up, because I'm sure I've seen him salt and pepperish, mm-hmm. like on paparazzi uh, shots. And then when I saw the shot from the red carpet, he looks like, I mean, his face looks like he's 49, but his, the rest of his business looks like he could be 25. So, <laughs> What sort of a film festival was it that you saw the rest of know. his business? <laughs> Yeah, well, his facial business. Don't go south of the border, Sharon. Anyways, back to you. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with you, Gil. Clancy um, McConnell. Uh, so if it's uh, salt and pepper, wouldn't it be salt and pepperazzi? <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, no. How about this one? The uh, Alanis Morissette uh, is on tour, which is good news, right? Mm-hmm. Because of many things, one of which is that it... Uh, you know, it shows promise that the world is going back to a place where we might be able to gather without concern. We're not mm-hmm. fully there yet, but <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, but it's also um, good enough reason for her to skip out on the premiere of a new documentary about her. Isn't that wild? Yes. The, the story that's gone on about this um, 
Uh, she is uh, speaking out about this documentary. She's angry, Sharon. She's she angry. is not a happy Alanis Morissette. She said, no. um, not unlike many stories and unauthorized biographies out there over the years, this one includes implications and facts that are simply not true. While there is beauty and some elements of accuracy in this slash my story, to be sure, I ultimately won't be supporting someone else's reductive take on a story much too nuanced for them to ever grasp or tell. She says that she is experiencing the full impact of having trusted someone who did not warrant being trusted. Mm -hmm, uh, and mm -hmm. then she also said that she did an interview during uh, her third bout of postpartum depression and describes it as being lulled into a false sense of security. This is icky. Yeah, it's gross on a lot of levels. And yep. I, you don't want to jump to the defense of someone who she's clearly... Uh, unhappy with and yet at the same time I think why did you do the interviews when you knew you were suffering like that and then it, maybe that's the answer maybe maybe you do, well if maybe, she was not feeling 100 on herself. all cylinders yeah. she might have said yes to things that she shouldn't have been saying yes to right so there's obviously a lot of the story that we don't know, but she is quite uh, certain that she's not uh, happy about this and there's a lot of uh, stuff that, I mean, there's heaviness from her past with regard to um, sexual uh, aggression, let's say, as she was coming up in the business, that she had reached out for help and didn't necessarily get it. So that's, there's a lot of stuff. And I'm certain that uh, she wouldn't want to revisit any of that. And as of our recording, by the way, we, I didn't see a response from the filmmaker like of this documentary in rebuttal of Alanis's uh, statement. Because funny enough, last night when I was doing some research on this, before we got Alanis's statement today, all the filmmaker said in her her uh, sort of thing, because she was asked, like, why is Alanis not at the film fest? And she was she she basically said something to the effect of, like, we hope she can join us at future events. Yeah. So and as of our recording, I don't think she's responded yet to our knowledge, like of Alanis's claims, mm -hmm. recent claims. So we'll have to see. So everything is kind of allegedly at the moment. But yeah. And there's uh, I mean, it's again, it's there's a zillion things on the list of things that uh, aren't our business. Um. But yeah, I, I think we get back to uh, a mental health angle. Postpartum depression is nothing to mess with. And uh, mental health is a priority, period, for uh, making sure that you are taking care of that health as much as you are your physical and every other angle of your uh, healthy agenda. That's for sure. Now, uh, you guys, um, Spice Girls may yep. have some dates for 2023. And if not, it's on Melby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was talking about how uh, they were doing, well, they kind of in talks last year and then COVID happened. So it pushed everyone's plans. Um, but she says, quote, I think we're hopefully on the same page together. They're going to kill me for saying this, but we're hoping, especially me, if it's got anything to do with me, which it will have because I'm the driving force, and I'll make sure it happens to tour in 2023. <laughs> End quote. So that that's going to happen. <laughs> She's good about um, either laying down the breadcrumbs or opening her trap. So it's uh, <laughs> a, it, it could be either or. She's at this point. hit it out of the park at this point. <laughs> yeah, but that's when I talked to, when I talked about this on my radio show. I said uh, 
You know, because she wasn't clear if Victoria would be around for this go-round. Right. Which, here's the deal. A while ago, I heard, and I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I'd heard that Victoria was um, struggling financially with her fashion line. Wow. So, again, I'm not sure if that's confirmed or not, but I had read that somewhere, and like months and months ago. And so, maybe she needs the coin. So, maybe <laughs> she should head ba- back out on the tour with the Spice Girls, because for sure, they're going to rake it in. Especially, like, with what everything or what the world has been through the last 18 months. Cause, like, can you imagine being able to go to a Spice Girls show? Like, <laughs> oh people would need that and, like, yeah. love that. And so, we need that left leg kick out. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she needs to. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all she's got, man. If it's going to make her some money, left leg kick <laughs> let out. her do it. Yep. Probably, I just, my abacus doesn't work like that. Man. Well, I think it probably could be tabulated. Millions. (laughs) Perfect. Um, You know what? We're going to do a 90s rewind to wrap things up for us because um, it's been actually two years since the passing of Eddie Money, who I would say had the bulk of his success in uh, the 80s, late 70s and 80s. Uh, But... Back around this time in 1991, <laughs> his single, Heaven in the Back Seat, debuted on the charts. Well up in the 70s, I believe, was the debut number. So it wasn't, it didn't end up getting higher than uh, somewhere in the 50s. So it wasn't a hit for him, but I thought a fun tie-in just the same to take us in a rewind fashion to 1991. Yeah. And I can tell you what was doing well on the charts Bonkers. 30 years ago. Bonkers. Because I think it's bonkers to think that 1991 is 30 years ago. (laughs) So, Adam, listen to this story. Yeah, because I wasn't there. (laughs) Were your parents even dating in 1991? Uh, Yeah, they were married for five years. Oh, okay, good. So they would have known uh, the song that was at uh, number three, which was Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. But who's well, the one I you know don't know? Because isn't there like well, a major yeah, artist? No, I'm just giving you context on it. Okay. Season, like you're like, and then you figured it out. Was it Rod Stewart? No. <laughs> well, actually, for the longest, well, for the longest time, <laughs> I kept uh, confusing <laughs> Phil Collins and Brian Adams. Okay, good. Our millennial oh, yeah, comes out on top. But now I know better. <laughs> Oh, thank <laughs> We've succeeded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember Color Me Bad? I adore Mia Moore. What? That you was at to number listen, two. Adam. That's homework for next week. I and, actually uh, do not know that song. Well, uh, maybe I will. You know what? Uh, proof of the power of that song and that band uh, group, rather, if uh, you do watch the video before our next show, yep. yeah. <laughs> uh, we will see a difference in the sculpting of your facial hair. Uh, no, the band members. Okay. okay. Because of the, all the smiling I'll be doing? Uh, no, because of the, uh, it's yep. the, oh. uh, yeah, it'll be the fine tuning okay. of what you've got going on there. Okay. Uh, and FYI, yeah. color me bad, B-A-D-D. Yeah. Good to know. Like, don't be ridiculous and spell it properly, okay? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now, the thing that, uh, or the song, rather, that kept uh, both, pushed Brian Adams out of the top and kept Color Me Bad from getting any higher than number two was Paula Abdul, The Promise of a New Day. You don't? Which, in this moment, I can say I don't really remember that song. No. So you I, do I remember it or you don't? I wanted to see the look on your face when I said that. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's, well, it's shock like, and disgust. Promise of a new day. Promise, Sing it. Promise what is it? Promise of a new day. That was the chorus. That was it. And there was, if if I remember the, the video, there was like, it was like sky, <laughs> so like I, sunny, like. 
here we are going into the new day. Yeah. Paula oh, Abdul, yeah. by the way, in the new Janet Jackson right. doc. Yes, she was part of that. We talked about that last week. Paula was one of the great, uh, great quotes off the top of that trailer about how great <laughs> the great Janet is. And kudos to you, Kel, for doing You're a welcome. Janet drop at the end of the show that had zero to do with Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Kelly. Uh, yeah. uh, so let's wrap it up on that note. Janet Jackson, everyone. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. Kel, Adam, it's always fun to hang with you. Sharon, thank you. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for finding us wherever it is that you do that. We appreciate it. We're everywhere. We're really, really findable. And thank you for passing it on, too. Ultimately, we appreciate that you're listening. So thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.